morning. Welcome to the True Podcast with Travis and Ashlyn. Stoked you guys are here. Tuesday morning, right after July 4th. It's our favorite holiday of the world. It is. We're still waking up, coming back to life. and But we could not miss a podcast episode. Travis said yesterday that was rude. So it's, it's a little late, but it's coming so on rude. a Tuesday. <laughs> it's so rude to miss an episode. In my opinion, I take such offense to it. And I remember listening to a good podcast and the guy missed an episode. He just didn't do it. Lost all respect. <laughs> so. so it's a little late, but it's here. Yeah, I agree. I guess it just shows that you're not as serious about it. And we are. We're here and we're serious. <laughs> <laughs> you should see us at our kitchen counter. Not to know. They don't want to see us. <laughs> um. July 4th is just represent it encompasses baseball, um, patriotism for America. We both love our country. We're very stoked about you know where we are in our country. Of course, there's huge areas for the country to get better. But it's just it's the one thing that's it's kind of funny. We were driving around in our golf cart with, with American flags. People are smiling, waving. It's the one thing that ignites us. It's the only thing that ignites a lot of people. Mm. Is that we're all Americans, and um, I think that's what makes the holidays so fun. You know, it's not like it's like the one team we're all rocking. It's not the Padres. It's not the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. It's um, and so it's just I don't know. It's what would you make, babe, for food wise? You had bratwurst. Yeah, so we have an epic fourth party every year. We do the beach all day, the bay. It's just the kids have a blast. Like everyone in our community goes here and you see people from everywhere there. It's just the best. And then people come back to our house. And in years past, I used to provide all the booze. (laughs) And so now that we don't do that, I thought I would do dinners. So to keep it easy, I just do hot dogs for the kids, bratwurst for the adults, but I make sure it's like, loaded. I had like eight different condiments and tons of different toppings. I want to make sure they're like the best ever. And then everybody brings a side dish and I made a bunch of treats and oh, and we stopped and got um, a bunch of fireworks this year on our way back from Utah. And let me tell you, that was insane. Yeah, They were off the charts. People thought we spent five grand on fireworks. Brick killed the guy. I mean, it it could have been extremely dangerous. They were they were full on fireworks. You would see um, at SeaWorld. At SeaWorld, yes, at SeaWorld. SeaWorld does nightly fireworks. Yeah, they were pretty big. We had a few uh, neighbor incidences, but you know, you guys just pushed through and kept going. Oh, yeah. One lady, (laughs) our lady across the street, she goes. We've never talked She's to her in our life. She's never met her in my entire life. Kind of shut in. She's we're out in the street shooting off fireworks. There's probably 35 kids and 30 adults. It's a it's 8:30, and everyone's just yeah. And she just kind of walks out on the sidewalk with her arms crossed and just standing there. <laughs> and then I was like, she "Can stood I help there you?" For like five minutes before you said anything. I know. I was like, "Can I help you?" She didn't say anything. I was like, okay. And I just kept launching. I was like, well, I should probably go talk to her. Is there something wrong? Well, well, uh, I've got an ear sensitivity, a hearing sensitivity. <laughs> I was like, okay. 
She goes, where do you live? And I was like, right across the street. She goes, okay. <laughs> well, how many more fireworks do you have? And I was like, and I really had 26 left. <laughs> and I was like, six? She goes, I could do six. And she just walks into their house. Little we, did she know. You had the growlers coming that literally shook our entire house like a cannon. Yeah, car alarms were going off. <laughs> You'd launch them and it just... <laughs> Oh um, gosh, so scary. Anyways, yep, it's our favorite holiday. Now it's now it's the thing we got to do. We got to keep providing huge fireworks. <laughs> the pressure's on for the years. Do you enjoy having people to our house? I know it's something that I enjoy over the years. Um, of course, but I think that's something that differs a lot in couples' marriages. Is one. Some people both enjoy hosting. One person doesn't like having a ton of people over. But we, I would say for the most part, are on the same page about hosting and having parties. Yeah. I, I mean, you have a very... I could easily go without hosting ever. Mm-hmm. But I, I really I enjoy hospitality. And I Yeah, know. I feel like you're either on or you're off 100%. Either you get so stressed out and are just like, no, we're not doing this. Or... You're the opposite, and like we're gonna make this the best Fourth of July party ever. I, yeah, and you I, go all in, and you do the games, and you are just. Well, this year was the first year I felt like at peace. Usually, I'm I'm in my own head. It's I want to put on such a good show, and I can't even be a good host. I'm not present. I mean, it definitely is a different hat you have to wear throughout the entire night. People are talking to you about stuff. You're like, dude, I gotta worry about. <laughs> we have. Kids that just destroy. If you don't watch them, they're you know they're going to rip off your door. Yeah, so, we have a lot of white furniture, and I was literally scrubbing brownie, smushed brownie in our hardwood floors at the end. Jeez, kids just go crazy. Yeah, and parents are just checked out. It's like not my house. I, I would be too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So there it comes with that, but. For the most part, I love that about you is that you share my heart for hospitality. You have a very generous heart and spirit. And I think it's kind of our life mission is to like use our home to bless people. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about games for like adults. I'm like, oh, well, we usually do games for the adults and have an auction. And I was reminded that it's all about the kids and that in a, actually the adults would have more fulfillment watching their kids play games than them play games. Mm-hmm. And um, you forget the kids are the, like you take care of, you, you say something nice about someone's kid or you take care of someone's kid or you coach to someone's kid. That is the key to their heart. Absolutely. Someone loves my kid, they love me. There it and is. And I'm thankful for life. So That's a good reminder. Yeah, it is. And they had a blast. We did do a little adult competition. I won the... Uh, one of the games, I'm very proud, the arm throwing game. <laughs> it's called pitching. <laughs> I just think <clears throat> the one thing I'm most thankful for being married to you is like when I'm going through a tough time or just feeling demotivated or just something heavy on my heart, you know, a good thing is that I'm always like, hey, I'm, I'm struggling. I need your help. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can we pray? Can we pray? Can we talk? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ash, we need to talk. We need to talk over and over. <laughs> like yeah. therapy. You are very I much really, so a I verbal re- processor. I really rely upon you. Yes, you do. 
which is good because I feel like one of my gifts is encouragement and you don't need it a lot, (laughs) but when you do, I come in hot. I'm ready for it. And so I appreciate the opportunity to be able to encourage you because I don't get to often because I'm married to such a confident person, but when the time's right, I'm there I'm confident, and I'm ready. but not that confident. I'm actually not surprisingly not that confident. Very weak. <laughs> one of the one somebody yeah. asked us about communication and how we communicate. I mean, I, I would like to say that we oh, I overly communicate, and you don't communicate that well. Yeah. Like even Fourth of July, you've done everything, or maybe I just didn't wasn't listening. So, how would you describe our dating relationship struggles? Oh, man. I feel like this could be a whole episode. But I think our dating relationship was awesome. I think the one thing that sets it apart from people in the past and how I knew you were right is just I was always on cloud nine. And everything just always felt smooth and easy. It wasn't forced. And I always talk about this piece with I lead a Bible study with college girls. And like, well, how do you know? How do you know you're in the right person? And or it, it pretty much translates to anything in life, any decision. But I feel like how do you know you're in God's favor or you're in God's plan is that there's just this peace. And it doesn't mean it's perfect. We definitely had our arguments and we worked through hard things. But there's just this overwhelming sense of peace in my heart that one day at a time that it was right. And so we had a really fun dating relationship. Yeah, but I think you're glossing over the struggles sometimes. Well, I was going to get there, but yeah. (laughs) I just feel like in the beginning it was super fun. We just had a blast together. We did so many fun things and got to know each other. And I don't know, we only dated for a year and three months before we got engaged. So we definitely got into serious conversation quickly. I don't know, what were some of the struggles that we went through? Mm, Well, we... We're saying it, I love you, I think, at three months. Yeah. Which was a big deal to us. Mm-hmm. Even though you said that to your multiple boyfriends before, but that's <laughs> no. okay. No, I did not. You did what? <laughs> um, I mean, there's always that weirdness because when you're dating, you don't know if this is the right person. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're you're on cloud nine and you're not, it's not God's will. Mm-hmm. That's just... That's just the, so you're kind of like, well, I think this feels right, but, but maybe not. Yeah. And then, um, certainly, you know, when you're 21, 22, your, your hormones are going crazy, you know, like your sex drive is saying, let's have sex, let's do something. You mm-hmm. know? So that was always, that's always there. Mm-hmm. Those are tough. I mean, you, you have to. I mean that's it's really hard to not to sustain. If you're in a Christian dating relationship, you're trying to sustain from sex. Mm-hmm. Is sustain the right word? Abstain. Abstain. <laughs> sustain. <laughs> Try to I keep it like going. <laughs> abstain. Abstain from sex. Yeah. Which and I think that's an important thing to. I mean, if you can abstain, because why? Why? Why does the church or people? Why do they encourage that? Hmm. Like, you know. And mm-hmm. it is great. If you can have a relationship that's not around sex, maybe it's because they know that eventually in your marriage you're going to have some dry spells and that you need an actual relationship because, just, you know. Yeah, any relationship founded on the physical 
Christian or not, I think everybody knows that eventually there's just that gives. There's nothing left at the bottom. <laughs> it's the like fat, sinking sand. The fatness of the, the partner just gives up the, no. the grossness. No, anything physical is just short term. Any physical attraction, anything is just not built to sustain it in that. And so I think that's why the Christian faith really pushes you towards knowing the heart of the person and being a servant and and loving them to their yeah their core cuz yeah like you said you go through ebbs and flows in marriage where you just walk around the kitchen <laughs> ripping toots and like hold on babe I'm going to go poop real quick and then let's make love you're like no what <laughs> there's um, I'm like nope I just walk Not- around in my sweatshorts and I'm like hey it's like Ugh. Okay. That's why you don't have premarital sex. You Just to wither see. those storms. Wither, weather. Um, oh gosh. But I think Yeah, that, we yeah, we didn't have sex. We didn't live together. We tried to do it as by the book as we could. Good sweet Christian kids. Um, of course made mistakes here and there, but we're perfect. <laughs> but <laughs> overall I think we did a good job and I think that's kinda why we dated and got married pretty quickly is because we were we were ready for the next thing and um i was so nervous about it's kind of weird i remember surfing and we were engaged i was like man i hope a shark doesn't bite off my wiener oh my gosh or something happens you know where i can't have sex like you know Mm because i waited for so long i was worried about a shark taking it you know like something happening where that's hilarious i don't think i've ever heard that yeah, I was I was legitimately like just get me to the wedding night. Yeah. And uh and even still. <laughs> I know. And the wedding night honestly, we didn't do it because we were so tired or you were tired. <laughs> I was like that's fine. We don't need to do it on the wedding night. <laughs> I know, so sad. We I think we're one of the few couples that didn't do it on the wedding night. No, I think it's common. I've heard a lot oh, of people not. I don't know, man. And I mean, we get... This is TMI. I don't think so. I think people would appreciate it. It's fine. It is what oh it is. Oh, my gosh. Because there's other couples that maybe haven't done it on their wedding night. You can join our group. You can join the few, the proud. But night two, man. Well... Day two. Well, no, we get to Hawaii, and I'm like, hey, uh, can we have sex? <laughs> You're like, yeah, of course. You were, like, having fun, no, I was having, a, like, a lava flow. I'm like, okay, like... <laughs> I've waited a long time for this. <laughs> I could care less. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, rip my heart out. And yeah, so day two. Jeez Louise. Oh my gosh. I just, it's this is TMI, just knowing who's listening. But anyways. We're well, it is what it is. We're happily married now, so. Yes, we are. But yeah, back to dating. I think it's super important to have... A slight boundary up. I feel like I talk to a lot of college girls who are always like, yep, this is it. This is who I'm going to marry. And they've got like three years of school left. And I'm just like, and I can guarantee you more times than not, those people end up breaking up because, and they've, I feel like they've gone all in emotionally and kind of already, already claimed it in their head. Whereas the whole time, even though I felt like Travis was the one, even until the week we were engaged, I was still always questioning, okay, God, like it literally was a day by day. 
I mean, I prayer journaled. I prayed all the time and I was just like, God, give me wisdom and advice. And if this is not from you, please take it away. That was always my prayer. (laughs) And it was just like a day-to-day faith, trust, relationship with God and then you, you know? And I loved that about that because I just had so much confidence in us because I had that peace from God. Yeah, I'm really thankful. It's crazy how 13 years later, like what an important role you are in my life into living like the loudest, most extreme life version of myself was marrying you and Mm -hmm. for you for sure. (laughs) Like (laughs) the most extreme, insane thing that was good for your life was marrying me. You had no idea. Nope. <laughs> no idea all the ways you would push me into uncomfortable situations and for the, for the worse and for the better. <laughs> I, yeah. It's wild. It is wild being married to you, but I am thankful. And even still, like just those words that I just said about our dating relationship ring true in our marriage. Like there are times where you've, and our marriage have spent me on this like tailspin. And I'm like, it always comes back to, God, I need your peace <laughs> and like this is right and this is good and it might feel messy and chaotic in this moment, but I know that God, you are in this and you've called us to this. You'll bring us through this trial or this hardship and you want to use us. And so we need to step out of the way sometimes and not let our own insecurities, imperfections, arguments bring us down because man, I can just, I understand why the divorce rate is so high after almost 13 years of marriage. Life is hard and marriage is tough, but sticking this out. And I mean, you just see so much fruit when you can come through those tough places. Um, and in those seasons of you feeling low and you need me to pull you up and vice versa, it's, that's one of the most beautiful parts about, I think a partnership. Yeah. Well, I'll close to you with like, just tidbits for those young dating um, friends of ours. Um, looking back on it, three pieces of advice. Let's try to do three. Mm-hmm. First would be, I would say, is equally yoked, which sounds so. <laughs> it's like a church. It sounds like it's a church phrase, phrase. Mm-hmm. but like equally yoked. Just if you, just equally shredded, equally. Uh, Lifting creatine and all that fun stuff. Um, No, but like being on the same path in terms of like spirituality, wherever that might be or lack thereof, is really important. Mm -hmm. Like if one person believes in something and the other person believes in something else, it's kind of like a compass. And to be on the same page about like key critical things like faith or kids or just your view the fact how you view and cherish marriage maybe Mm -hmm. is really important. Absolutely. So equally yoked is number one. Second tip to having a successful dating relationship. Sustain your sexual desires. I meaning abstain. Abstain. I think that should be, obviously you want to be attracted to the person, but I think a huge red flag is when that's the front runner of your relationship and that's driving all the decisions. I feel like that just makes things very messy and muddled and you can't see clearly when you're stuck in a physical relationship when that's all it is. Okay. So the first thing is in terms of the best having a successful dating relationship is just uncovering 
over time, you know, have a friend, be friendly and date, but get to know the person and like what their true compass values are. Number two is, you know, kissing is fine and, but, but abstaining from oral or any kind of sexual activities basically mm-hmm. is the key to having a great dating relationship. Mm-hmm. And then the third is what? I think the last thing I would say is just as equally as it's important to have fun in your relationship. I think that is a huge, some couples are just all serious and some couples are all fun. I think you do need to hold that balance of fun and adventure and doing things, but also making sure if, if you are working towards marriage, making sure there's a level of seriousness. And I think working on a relationship with God together. You have to kind of learn that when you're dating and be able to bring that into marriage and also making it your own. I feel like I used to always be like, well, we don't pray enough together like this, this, or this couple. And who cares about that? I mean, but making sure that you're having those honest, deep conversations about life and what you want um, and bringing God into the mix while you're dating will just translate even easier into marriage. But again, if it's too much heavy on that side, I think you danger in the side of being too emotionally involved, and that's that's dangerous too. It's so. funny how college kids are really sensitive about emotionally involved and spiritually involved, and they have these boundaries, which I never even thought about. Like they're like, "Well, I'll have a boundary around." Those are girls praying, you were hearing from but. praying together. I was like, "Huh." I mean, I think one thing that we did well dating, dating was of journaling. You know, like. Figuring out where do you want to be in five years, ten years? What is your like vision? You know, yeah, like asking really good questions that maybe weren't hindsight or hindsight were really good questions. Yeah, it is good because at the time when we were dating, the only reason I knew that you had aspirations and dreams is that we would talk about them because at the time you didn't really have a job or you were just skating around. And so having those like vision and where do you want to go in life conversations mattered, especially to me, knowing that you were serious and wanting to get your, your ish together. Yeah. Cause I was literally, when we were dating, like I would go skate Poway, skate park. <laughs> and I was working a full-time job. At like 11 o'clock in the day. She'd bring me a sandwich, sandwich from Ralph's <laughs> and we'd split it with five bucks. Yeah. It was sweet. Those were the days. I yeah. still remember that field we'd go eat it in. Great sandwich for five bucks. Yeah. Wow. You I, could not make that. Sa- I mean, it's not a. It's a twelve dollars sandwich now. Yeah. Maybe fourteen. That was fifteen years Inflation, ago. Inflation, man. Oh, <laughs> those are some good times, though. Challenging, but good times. Yeah. Well, we love you guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into our short, brief dating episode. We appreciate it. We've got a ton of questions we're going to answer next week. And we're also going to do a, a podcast that's going to include our kids and their voices. Yes. That's going to be a really fun episode. We, we're not going to prep them ahead of time. We're not going to prep them. Pre- just going to be live. One. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. That's next week. Okay. Take care. Bye.